He's as beautiful and elegant as always. I swear things didn't used to be this inappropriate. He was such a precious child, and I served him with all my heart. I never in a million years thought I'd be doing something like this. And what's more, in broad daylight. I must be out of my mind. What am I doing getting involved with the young master? Did we need another short story with the secretary master trope to haunt our dreams? Absolutely not. Are we going to talk about it anyways? We sure are. And if you were relentlessly looking for an episode where we are venting about short stories that leave us hanging and the delicate topic of the age of consent, then look no further. This episode is the right one for you or the one right up your sleeve. Whichever works best, please do whatever. Okay? But before we proceed any further, a few rules and regulations for everybody's peace of mind, including mine. First and foremost, our beloved... Disclaimer, this content is intended for mature audiences only, can contain strong language, sexual references and mention of violence. Listener discretion is, of course, as per usual, advice. Now, besides, I mean, you know the drill, but for this particular episode, we will touch topics such as pedophilia. I wanted to use no such, like, a softer word, if you will, but I couldn't find one that would work as well as. So, yeah, we're talking pedophilia and all things that shouldn't happen so as you will know if said topic doesn't make you feel safe or comfortable in any possible way feel free to stop at any time and skip this episode and we'll see each other next time your safety is and should always be top priority in any circumstance you know how i roll and yeah feel free to do so i wouldn't be, i i wouldn't i won't be mad and I'll see you on better shores and on better tides. Now, secondly, but surely not for importance, if you like today's episode, please make sure to show your love and support in any way you possibly can be it by downloading, subscribing, sharing. You know the drill by now. Do whatever the fuck you fancy, as long as it's what? Consensual, exactly. And you spread the love far and wide. <laughs> it is completely free to do so, just so you know. I will friendly remind you that. And you'll have my undying love and appreciation forever or for as long as this podcast shall live. <clears throat> With that being said, without further ado, welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode of DMB where we discuss all things BL and we don't get a dime for it. I am your host, Ellie. You know me all too well by now. Presenting to you DMB Season 3, Episode 22, Mastering the Secretary. All things wrong with short stories. Now, give me one sec and let's roll. So, so, well, 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 Mastering the Secretary by Ing Zig. What the actual fuck? What did my eyes see that cannot unsee forever? I don't even know where to start, so maybe, maybe, just maybe the sensible thing to do is to start from the plot and we'll take it from there. And all is very simple, really, when the tale as old as time narrates the events happening in the span of a few hours and the characters are a devoted secretary and a sadistic young master. I think I did trip a little bit, but I hope you did understand. I mean, the title does speak for itself a little bit, but anyway. few hours, the span of a day, a sadistic young master, the devoted secretary. It is what it is. With a grand total of four chapters and 
A prologue. Oh my god. Shocking, I know. Mastering the Secretary follows a very particular day in the life of Secretary Han from morning till night, of course. And why is that day more special compared to the other ones he's lived up until today? Well, <clears throat> well, because this is the day when he's finally fucking, or better, he is finally fucked relentlessly by his young master, on whom he's been fantasizing for a long while. And we'll get back to that in a second. So, our scene opens in the master's car where Mr. Han is gifted a very daring lingerie set and an address to go to on that same night. Or to, yeah, to go to on that same night. Mm -hmm. Of course, Avasandir, he has to wear whatever he was given by his precious master and, yeah, and all that jazz. Time skip to a few hours later, they meet in a very luxurious hotel room where they will declare their love and obsession for each other kinda, and they will fuck like rabbits to the young master's heart's content. Yeah, you know what, I'll, I'm gonna give you a snippet just so you get the gi I mean, you don't really need to get the gist of it, but you know how I structured the episode, so let's just get into the gist of it a little bit more, although, I mean, four chapters, there's not much, but still. From episode 3 and 4, and that's of course secretary Han's point of view because the whole story is narrated by his point of view so yeah figures uh where is it ah, there he is i knew he wouldn't open the door easily and i already knew tonight was going to be rough i feel like i'm gonna throw up by but, but why do i like it so much i can't breathe but still i i it feels so good that i'm losing my mind and with that, a new BDSM-based relationship is born. The end. Because I kid you not, that's pretty much all there is. So why, why are we even talking about all this shit show? I'm glad you asked. I'd say, mm -hmm. let me get a sip of water and then we can carry on. Because, yeah, we have a lot to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd say better to address the elephant in the room first things first. And yes... I know perfectly well that I said a million times before, and I will say it a million times again, that art should not be judged, in most cases anyway, but it should not be judged and only looked at as a visual pleasure for our eyes, and the art does not reflect the author's views most of the times again. However, this time around, it's too obvious not to talk about it. That being, we have yet another case of pedophilia if you want to put it nicely a case of an adult longing for a child way under the age of consent and the fact that secretary Anne never laid a finger on his young master until he was of age honestly doesn't change the recipe for me i'm sorry it doesn't and i repeat myself to the point of nauseating you yes we've seen such a dynamic many times before uh Actually, this morning, when I was, like, rethinking about the episode, I was thinking about them Japanese... It's not a trilogy, but, like, is the author doing, always doing kind of, like, the same stories. Uh, and I wanted to say the title, but do I remember the title at the moment? No. Did I do my research? No, because I've been to work up until now. So, but, yeah. That's for saying. We've seen this, um, like, a few times before. But why am I pointing it out so relentlessly this time around in particular? Well, because... And I mean, to be fair, that's my personal perception on the matter, aka, I'm wrong until proven otherwise. And I I know that, I know that perfectly well, but 
to me with this there is a clear intent on romanticizing set dynamic and sorry but that's not okay again secretary Anne was only watching from afar but still he was an adult way past his 20s and the master was only a child and because we aren't in ancient Greece no more, I don't condone such behavior under any circumstance. And before you throw stickers and stones at me, because I can see you already. I can see you already. I can perceive all of that. Mm -mm -mm. Go and reread chapter one. Go and reread it. I dare you. And then, then you tell me that what you see in one of the first frame isn't a child no older than 11 years of age. Right? Try to tell me that that was not an underage child and then we can discuss the matter and you can try to change my mind. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to change my mind anytime soon. Sorry, but the word is nice because it's varied and it's good to have different opinions sometimes. So it is what it is. I mean, in a way, to be fair, I'm happy to discuss such a topic with you all because not that I like to discuss such topics on a daily basis, but, but this can actually be our remainder or reminder sorry that not every comic we're going to read is going to be of our liking but regardless of that it is important that authors talk or well or at least try to talk about set these like particular topics and situations that one can define as uncomfortable because i mean it's important to be aware that such things do exist in real life as well and to be fair i mean i know i'm gonna sound a bit profound a bit too profound for such a podcast as dmb is but i mean if we are aware we can do our part albeit small in order to like maybe help a person that is in a situation that it's not okay to be in in the first place so yeah i know it does sound a bit too solemn but i'm kind of trying to get my point across and i hope i got my point across like if you know, just because you don't talk about something because it makes you feel uncomfortable doesn't mean that thing does not exist. But the more you know about something, you don't need to talk about it necessarily. But the more you know it, the more you can fight things. So it is important that things such as pedophilia are depicted. Again, we don't necessarily need to read all things about said topic, but again... If we are aware of it, um, well, we can try to make the world a better place. So I would say, yes, um, that's it, really. <laughs> I think I said what I needed to say, basically. And again, um, this is just my humble opinion, but I thought it was worth sharing. And in return, you know, if you want to share your personal opinion with me, please feel free to do so in any way you possibly can. I do love a healthy discussion in an as long as it's civil i don't mind the discussion and maybe i just read too much into this short story so maybe you can just tell me hey look it's just like nothing like that is happening you're just building a castle out of nothing and okay we can discuss about it and if i'm wrong i will accept that but for now um this is my taste this is my opinion and i'm trying to put my point across so it is what it is I would say before I say proving points across and again and again and again another time because I swear my ears are bleeding because of me repeating myself a thousand times. 
I'd say we shan't discuss the topic no more since we, I would say we largely discussed of whatever was to discuss. So let's move on to better shores, although there's not that many better shores to talk about, but still. So that was elephant in the room. Why is the other reason we are talking about this short story in particular today? Mastering the secretary. And I think I said at one point mastering the servant, probably, because I'm confusing myself with another thing. But alas, the title of today's title is Mastering the Secretary. Is the perfect example of how a short story, or better, a story period that could have given us one hell of a plot is in fact only a short story with four chapters and that's it that will leave us hanging forever. Please allow me to elaborate on that. Because, like, I know I sound very contradictive at this point because like, oh, but you talk about the fact that it's depicting this, that and the other and you don't like it, so how come you want more? Mm -hmm. Let me elaborate on that. I do love me a short story, believe me, I do. But to me, a short story has to follow a very specific plethora of criterias and above all, it is imperative and again, that's for me, but I think I'm speaking for a lot of people out there. Uh, a short story shall not leave me craving for more. Take that one called My Breast Friend to make a perfect example of how a short story should be. Eight chapters, beautiful. Tons of sexy smexy scenes, as we like. Very entertaining and with a precise journey from beginning to the end. That's it. Did I enjoy it? Very. Am I longing to know what happens to the characters after the events of the story? I could not give two fucks. I've seen all there was to see, they can fuck off into the sunset and be merry and get married. For all I care, they can do whatever they like, I don't give a shit. But this craving, this craving I have for mastering the, like, that I don't like and I don't appreciate. It happened to me once before, if you read Beaten by Moonlight, you know perfectly where we're going. Did you read Beaten by, do you remember Beaten by Moonlight, it's still stuck in my throat, like, I need to be zen about this because every time I think about it, it just irks me. So, <clears throat> why in the world are the authors deciding that it's okay to give us only a snippet of what could be a glorious story of at least 50 chapters? Why is that some sort of punishment to like, the more I carry on, the more I see how it seems like I shouldn't get too irked about this. And again, I know. I sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm not. Because despite the fact that I've attacked the main character's relationship up until this point, basically, I want to know more. I deserve to know more. I think, like, from what all that we've seen in them four chapters, we could have had so much. There was so much to explore. Like, is the young master actually in love with the secretary? Or does he decide to have sex with him like some sort of twisted revenge? Like, oh, you've been perving on me when I was a kid. So now in return, I'm going to break you physically, mentally up to the point that you're going to be depending on me. Like, I want to know. Or like, do they actually love each other? Or like... Uh, I want to, I need to know, will they be found out by the young master's family? And like, is it going to be a complete shit show as usual, as it usually is when the master is young and rich and the secretary is perving on him? I 
need to, I want to know. Like, despite all the negatives, mastering the servant, the servant, the secretary, <laughs> truly is a good starting point for a way longer and better and more complex story with like all the dynamics, all the things. It was worth a shot, but I guess only time will tell if we're going to get any. Because, I mean, to be fair and square, to be fair and square, as we usually try to be here, sometimes authors do short stories in order to see if a product is actually sellable, if that is the right, is the correct word in this case. But again, they do this like kind of first trial to see if it's working and if it actually is working, they will do a longer story. So I am kind of hoping that this was just a little snippet for a bigger work that's yet to come but again as of today we don't know nobody has said nothing it's just been released like the, Brit the british the english translation has just been released so we'll just have to wait along the river and see if the corpses are coming and only time will tell with that being said we're gathering to say our goodbyes as we mark the ending of today's very chaotic but yet very entertaining episode as per usual, I'll be short. I hope you had a very good time with me today. But as they say, it is the quality, guys, and not the quantity. Always remember that quality over quantity. On my part, I do thank you, as usual, for your love and support all the way from across the globe. And I will see you next time. But truly thank you from the bottom of my very, very sweaty and very tired heart. In the meantime, make sure to engage in plenty of kinky but always what consensual activities that's right we're plenty of spf cream stay hydrated and upwards and onwards we go i shall see you next time love you <laughs>